ESPN 97.7 and 100.1. Watch live on QSportsTalk.com. Welcome back to Orange Nation. Steve, this is my favorite talking head song. Is the talking heads are our artists of the day. I bet you Aaron Solomon's a talking head. I bet he is too. I, I think Aaron Solomon and I may not be on the same wavelength like IQ wise. But that, well, that's when definitely it, true. When it comes to music, I think him and I are in the same wheelhouse. All right, let's. This uh, one is uh, "Girlfriend Is Better." Let's bring him on. If you're watching us on QSportsTalk.com, you see our next guest, uh, Aaron Solomon, good friend of the program, head of strategy at Today's Esquire. You can find his work at Today'sEsquire.com. Aaron, always great to talk to you. How are you today? This is absolutely the best talking head song. In fact, the Tom Tom Club's version, more acoustic or girlfriend is better, is the best. Tom Tom Club's a little underrated too. Genius of Love is oh. one of the best songs. Every every kid growing up right now knows the song, but it's just because it's been sampled by every artist. Right on. Great choice and always great lead in music, guys. Yeah, yeah, you, you guys definitely see you definitely see eye to eye on the music. I, I can see that. Steve's not as hip as us. I guess not. I guess not. I mean, I, I like Talking Heads, but you you guys definitely share the same taste in music. All right, Aaron, uh, great to have you on as usual. A lot to get to. Uh, so let's start with uh, with these NIL collectives, and we've seen this topic grow and evolve in a short period of time. Um, so what, what's the latest? What's the newest thing when it comes to NIL and and these collectives? So it's a brand new day for NIL collectives, and I'll tell you why. There's a gentleman on your network. We all might have heard of him. His name is Keyshawn Johnson. Sure. Aside from all of you guys, of course, I would argue that he is kind of the best of the best. Well, the LA Times reported last week that he's the front man for a new NIL collective in LA at USC called the Tommy Group. I think probably in reference to Tommy Hilfiger and what a lot of people love to wear back in the day. Nonetheless... This is a very different NIL collective because unlike the Gator Collective that just had that little implosion the past couple months down in Florida, this NIL collective actually has kind of the tacit acceptance of USC, unlike one that began last year. And what I love about this collective, it's not only it's fronted by Keyshawn, but it's got that right mix of kind of money marketing and hospitality folks, and the old school donors that have been around forever and just did things illegally. This one, I think, is going to be kind of a model of what NIL collectives are going to look like in the future with the intent on recruiting the highest level athletes and getting them as quickly as possible through the program and into the pros. You know, we we know that uh, not everybody feels comfortable with uh, NIL and transfer portal and collectives and, and paying athletes and, and so on and so forth. Um, and I, I know the NCAA would love to put some sort of restrictions on all this with, with how it works. It, it, you always have your pulse. I, I feel like you're, you're always ahead of the game in terms of what's coming next. So do you have a feel, Aaron, for what is coming next on this topic? And if there will be restrictions on NIL and, consor- and uh, you know these collectives and so on and so forth, if there are restrictions, any idea what they would be? Well, I know there's a couple people on social media who do track my appearances here and they say things like, didn't Aaron Solomon say once? Well, one thing that Aaron Solomon said from day one of us having a conversation was that the NCA was going to disappear. Now, last week in court at the Third Circuit, and here's a great Syracuse link for you. There's a U.S. Circuit judge named Theodore McKee. He's actually a Syracuse law grad. 
And he said in a case that was basically being heard last week to decide whether the case could move forward. This was about actually paying student athletes. Can student athletes get a minimum wage? He said, you know, I think that student athletes might actually qualify under the Fair Labor Standards Act as employees. If that's the case, that's going to be very close to the final nail in the coffin in the NCAA because, and this is the most important thing I want to say, more judges than ever are less sentimental than ever about the amateur nature of college sports. So many of us who for a long time thought, you know, college sports, not really kind of amateur sports. It's kind of like a bit lower level professional sports. That's where we're heading, I think, over the next 12 to 18 months. Interesting. Um, uh, in, very interesting. All right. There, there's another uh, hot topic in uh, in college basketball, and that's uh, in regards to you know what's going on at, at Texas with uh, you know an arrest. Uh, charges were dropped. A coach was fired. Where, where does this whole thing stand with Chris Beard? So, you know, I'm going to draw a parallel between what we heard yesterday with the Alec Baldwin thing about the movie Rust, right? Alec Baldwin got charged with a couple charges in New Mexico with the tragic, you know, killing of the, of the, producer, the cinematographer, Helena Hutchins on Rust. And New Mexico decided to add a weapons enhancement to his charge. Yesterday, they said, nah, we're, we're going to drop the weapons enhancement. So why did they do it in the first place? This was what drew national attention and could have gotten five years in jail. Back to what happened with Chris Beard over at Texas. The university dismissed him for cause after an investigation based in large part on criminal charges that didn't end up moving forward. If Texas was basically hanging their hat, to use a you know longhorn analogy there, on these potential criminal charges coming through, going through a grand jury, and dismissing him for charges based on that, they're really not in a great position as far as an eventual civil suit, given the fact that those charges didn't happen. Perhaps Texas should have kept him on unpaid leave for a little bit longer as they continue to investigate that case. And in no way is that defending any of the alleged actions that Beard you know, supposedly did with his fiancée or any coach would do something like that. All I'm saying is if any university is going to dismiss a coach for charge, wait you know, before dismissing for cause a little bit longer. So you think he's got a pretty good case, and, and you expect that, that he'll he'll sue the university, I, I would assume? He's absolutely going to sue the university, and I expect that his case is much stronger now than it was a week ago. All right. Um, yeah, go I ahead, I do have Paul. a question. What if in this case it was one of those situations where the police have stuff, but it was a case where charges weren't pressed, or there wasn't cooperative witness or such a thing? You know, Would that affect the outcome? Well, it's not going to affect, I mean, first of all, the outcome can be the outcome. You can dismiss somebody for cause if you believe you have a cause to do it. With these contractual claims with coaches, you're either dismissing the coach without cause, in which case you're basically doing a buyout, you're doing a payout, and that gets regulated based on the next job the coach gets, or you're dismissing for cause and you're hanging your hat on the same set of facts that the police and the district attorney would have looked at. It doesn't prove anything. It's not dispositive of anything. But the fact that charges were dropped is definitely a plus for Chris Beard in trying in a civil suit to get payment for some of that contract. 
Last topic uh, we wanted to touch on with you today, uh, Kanye West, rumored to be back with Adidas. Uh, first, is that true? Secondly, if it is true, why would they bring him back, given all the controversy that he's been in- involved in over the course of the last several years? I have about 1.7 billion reasons why they'd want to bring him back. And that's a whole bunch of Yeezys that they made that are now for sneaker lovers, absolute dead stock. They can't do a thing with them. I actually wrote a piece last week in which I suggested for people who are real sneakerheads, break the sneakers down, make them upcycled materials. And very much like Adidas does with their parlay relationship with ocean fibers that they turn into sneakers do that adidas may have no choice but to destroy these sneakers which is going to be a 1.7 billion dollar hit that's why adidas is considering bringing kanye back you're right there's no way given you know the public relations mess that's still around kanye that adidas can afford to bring him back they're going to lose money one way or the other well uh, anything else, Aaron, that uh, you want to touch on? Paul, you got something? I had one more question. There's a, you know, conference expansions back in the in the news again. It looks like the Pac-12 is looking for a media rights help. You know, if they get a deal and then the Pac-10 decides to take Oregon and Washington, can the people that sign the media rights deal do anything to get their money back or, you know, get out of that contract if the Pac-12 does dissolve after they do a rights deal with them? So guys, I hate to say this, and I don't mean to minimize in any way, because you know I'm a huge sports fan as well, but conferences are just quaint at this point. Conferences are a construct of the NCAA. We're not going to have conferences for much longer. We're going to have a professional league, like I've said, with about 32 teams, and that's it. And that's really bad news for, you know, not just the UCLA's of the world, but the Syracuse of the world. Yeah, I had to, I had to ask that question. And I end on a sour note. Yeah, I know, right? Bring way, whole, way to bring the room bring down. Bring the whole Paulie. room down. Yeah, um, you could you could just play me out with some you know talking heads <laughs> and we'd be good to go. We might have to do that. Sounds uh, like you're burning down the house. With that. <laughs> All right, Aaron. Uh, we always learn something when you come on. We learn a lot. Thank you. And again, you can find his work at todaysesquire.com. Aaron, thanks for coming on. We appreciate it. Thanks for having me, guys. All right, that's Aaron Solomon. We'll wrap things up right after this on ESPN Radio.